Hello, friends, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Just wanted to remind you all that if there are any different topics or guests that you would like to see on this podcast, you've been wanting to maybe get to know them a bit better offline, you know, through the podcast, definitely, definitely shoot me a DM, reach out to me. You guys know I'm always here for you. Definitely reach out. Enjoy this podcast. and welcome to the podcast. I have Ms. Courtney on the line, and we're so excited to chat in with her here today. Courtney, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, your company, and then let people know how long you've been in business for. Yeah, perfect. So like Miranda said, I'm Courtney. I'm the owner of Coneflower Designs in Salado, Texas. I've been in business for a little over three years, and we focus mainly on weddings and events only. And yeah, it's been a a big journey. Once I graduated college, I immediately started my company at 23, and we've been going ever since then. Awesome. And how was that? I mean, starting so young, and I'm sure, you know, there's many, many things running through your head in those moments, but what was that start story for you, and what were you kind of feeling? Yeah, it was definitely a hard start, I would say, mainly being so young. A lot of people just didn't really back me because of my age so it took a little bit to prove to people like I am young but I'm determined I'm confident I'm really good at what I do and you know once I got my foot in the door it kind of just exploded from there and you know I met people I put myself out there you know messaging people on Instagram going to see venues and you know really learning from others and watching others and asking questions was the biggest thing is, you know, none of us know everything, so it's really nice to get help from other people in the event industry and kind of build from there. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, How would you say was your primary, like, method of, like, reaching out to people? Was it, like, email? Was it phone calls? Was it door-to-door? Was it Instagram? Like, what was kind of your, your primary method? You know, I would say, you know, with me being young, being in my 20s, is that social media has played a huge role in my business. I get a lot of, you know, followers that don't even live in Texas that found me through a hashtag or, you know, somebody tagging you. So when I first started, um, I kind of knew that social media was going to be a game changer for how I met people. And so I got on there. I started messaging people. I mean, it sounds a little weird in the beginning, (laughs) but you just have to put yourself out there. So I would message venues or planners or anybody in my area saying, like, hey, do you want to meet up? We can just chat. Maybe we could do a Scott style shoot, you know, get some content for the both of us, and we can kind of, you know, vouch for each other if people need a recommendation on a photographer or a planner or anything like that. And that was really my main thing in the beginning. I was on social media every single day. I was trying to post. I was trying to, you know, get my name out there, work with my community and where I am, and really make people know who I was. Sure. And being younger, I'm, you know, in the same boat as you. And, um, yeah, people, (laughs) they're funny. They're like, that's weird. I'm like, actually, it's not. And actually, people people are used to it now at this point, you know. Um, And for me, I – you know, very similar start story. Um, but, you know, it was one of those things I'm really big into Gary Vee 
And he was the one that was like, damn, a ton of people, and just Mm -hmm. do it. Um, And so we did, and, you know, there was times where Instagram literally blocked us because we sent too many DMs. Yes. Um, And same thing, you know, how even, like, we had found you um, to get on the podcast, Mm -hmm. obviously, same thing. You know, so it's one of those things, like, don't, don't be afraid to send the DMs and um, reach out to people because you never know what's going to be behind it. Yeah, definitely. And I think one thing just to add on to that is that, you know, the worst that somebody can say is no um, or they're going to ignore you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I'm being young. I was always like, I don't want people to tell me no. Like, that's a hard thing to, like, take. But now I'm like, what do I have to lose? You know, and I've met a lot of my friends, like close friends in the industry on Instagram. They may live out of state or somewhere else. Like I've never met them in person, but we talk all the time. We ask each other questions. And even if they're not a florist and it's somebody else, like it's still helpful to have that connection with somebody in relationship to get answers from. Sure. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, So now, I mean, three years in, moving through business, you said you have a couple of weddings you're prepping for this weekend. Uh, for those that aren't aware of what it kind of looks like a prepping week, you know, for you, you kind of want to run people what that looks like um, during the week, say? Yeah, for sure. You know, a lot of people think that we just play with pretty flowers every day. And as much as we would love to do that, it's a lot, a lot of prep work that goes into every event, every wedding, you know, any, anything you do, it's a lot of prep work. So basically how our week looks is that we get flowers in on Mondays and Wednesdays. So we're processing, we're filling buckets, we're, you know, washing buckets. Um, We're pulling supplies. So we're pulling all the vases, the foam, the rental items, you know, candles, making sure we have all of our supplies in order. And then Tuesdays are actually our – we try to take Tuesdays off, you know, because typically we work all week and then our events are Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we really don't have a day off. Um, but then when Wednesdays come around, like I said, we'll get some more flowers in if the rest of our order is coming, and then we will start pulling recipes. So every single item that we do has its own recipe, we call it. So that's the flowers, the greenery, the mechanics for it, say if it's like glue or a wrist corsage, anything like that. So all of the recipes are pulled, and depending on how much stuff we have, we'll do that all day Wednesday, and then Thursday, Friday, we will start designing. And sometimes if we're ahead, we'll start designing Wednesdays, Wednesday afternoon. And um, it kind of fluctuates depending if we have an event on Friday. If we have an event Friday, then obviously we'll start earlier in the week designing. But, you know, we're going pretty much every single day we're going. And either prepping, we're doing computer work in between all of that, you know, ordering flowers. So that's one thing, too, is that you have to stay ahead of everything because we have to get our flower orders in at least two weeks ahead of the event, sometimes even more now with COVID going on. But, yeah, I mean, it's not all just playing with pretty flowers. It's a lot of prep work. It's, it's hard work, honestly, but it's very rewarding. Yeah, no, definitely. And I always am applauding even my florist friends on the day of the wedding because you guys are running against that clock more than anyone, really. You know, you, you, mm-hmm. there's a lot of design that is going into the back of that, and obviously there's only so much you can prep beforehand, you know. It's, it's exactly, yeah. And all the different things like that. Yeah. Um, 
obviously, you know, every venue is kind of different. Um, what's been, like, the tightest amount of time that you've been able to install? Or was that obviously, like, communicated beforehand, like, hey, I need more time to get in? Like, or yeah, did you well, really have to move against the clock? We had, for one of our weddings, we had about an hour um, before the wedding started to get everything done. And that was super, super stressful, you know, but organization is key. Um, I'm very OCD with stuff. Like, I'm more organized than I need to be probably because if you have less time, like, you don't really have a choice. You have to be on point. You have to know, like, your team roles and everything. And so, yeah, we had about an hour to set up for one of our weddings. And what we had to do is that we had to make, like, the arch pieces in our studio. So when we got there on site, we get on site, we attach them, you know, we tweak where we need to, we bring extra blooms, extra greenery, all that, to make it look like we did it on site. And so that was one thing that we had to kind of adjust with, and, it, you know, it went great. We did that. So while me and one of my team members were out there on site doing stuff at the ceremony, my other team members were inside in the reception hall setting everything up. And, you know, sometimes what we've had to do if we do have a short amount of time is that we have separate bins per table. So say if there's multiple types of candles, if there's, you know, flowers, anything like that, everything has its own bucket, its own bin. So when we go in, we know, like, hey, Table one's getting this bin right here, and they're getting these flowers in this bucket. So, yes, it was a short amount of time, but it got done, and nobody knew. <laughs> right. Um, how many do you like to move with on your team? Or does it obviously just depend, like, on the job? Yeah, it really, you know, it really depends on, on the job. So we try to take on, you know, obviously as much as we can, and we're kind of different in the sense that, we do bigger weddings, but we also do a lot of small weddings to where we can take on, you know, maybe even three or four weddings in a day and to where maybe somebody's picking up a wedding or we're having just a drop off. So it really just depends. But I have two girls on my team and then we hire out other freelancers, um, you know, if we need more help on the weekends. And one thing I'm super grateful for is that I have a lot of my family that lives literally right next door to me and across the creek. So they're always willing to help me if we need a few extra hands, and I honestly wouldn't be where I am without their help. Um, so it's good. We have a lot of people that we kind of, I don't know, we all work together, which is good. Sure, yeah, definitely. And that's um, really just testimony to leaning on your family, you know, and mm-hmm. just asking, yep. like, hey, especially starting out, you know, like, Maybe in the beginning, you know, you can't really maybe afford to hire and pay out freelancers and other staffers, you know. So just see if your family will come and help you for a little bit, just as you're starting out. Yeah, it was, was, honestly, it was all on them in the beginning, um, Mm -hmm. really helping me because I had moved from College Station and from A&M and everything, coming to a town that I didn't really have any friends. I didn't know anybody. I was just starting. And so my family was my rock that helped me with everything. And then eventually, you know, you grow, you meet people, and they start to help. But, yeah, family is family's key. I will say that. Yes, yeah, definitely. And so, you know, you said three years in here into the business? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So three years into the business. 
last year, you know, being the year that it was, moving here on forward, um, you know, what are maybe some goals that you'd like to achieve for yourself, um, for the business, all the different things like that? You know, honestly, one of my big goals, I say it all the time, it's really hard for me to let go of things and ask for help as much as I say that. Um, It's hard to let people help because this is my baby. It's my company. I started from the ground. But I think trying to get some more people on my team to where maybe, you know, I could have a weekend off. Like I'm in the studio designing, but I have, you know, maybe two separate teams and team leads that can go set weddings that I don't necessarily have to be at. Um, You know, maybe taking a little bit more time off. That's hard, you know, to do. I feel like for any business owner, it's hard to take time off because, you're going so much. But, you know, I'd say really growing my team, honestly, and making sure that they feel comfortable doing things that, you know, if I'm not there, they know what to do. They're not going to panic. So, yeah, sure. I would say bringing on more people to help. Yeah. And that's always, you know, really obviously the next step in things. And um, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, and I'm sure you've seen it, already um but we're kind of fresh and new into growing our team out and you know we on july 17th was our first triple header day and i wasn't oh, wow. at all three of the events yeah and that was nerve-wracking a little bit it's happened a couple times last fall where i wasn't at mm-hmm. the wedding but you know at, at this point you know it's in my contract now that miranda is not always going to be on site um, but yeah. also that our team is going to execute fully and, you know, they're very professional and just as bubbly and happy and willing to do whatever they need to do, such as me, you know, and they are a mm-hmm. of me, of course. And so we're constantly doing trainings. I'm constantly, you know, taking them out to dinner and let's go to happy hours and build this team in that respect, you know. So now they're all like mm-hmm. sisters at this point, you know what I mean? So Yeah, and, and that's really, really good to have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and then obviously, like, making it worth it, you know, like, okay, well, are they going to bail out on something if they have, say, a better yeah. opportunity <laughs> or, you know, and that's always in compensation, of course, you know, is yeah. got to make sense for them. So you'll get there, you know, and if you obviously ever need any help, just call me up. I'm happy to chat through, you know, kind of what I do on my end. But it, the biggest thing yeah. is just letting letting go or just completely mm-hmm. prepping them out you know if you say you're completely organized which i'm i'm sure you are of course you know but it's just prepping that out for them already and i do zoom meetings before every mm-hmm. single event even to like chat through the details and like they still get the emails of course and yada 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 so yeah. it's it's i mean i'm excited for you that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's crazy, and I, I honestly, I don't know how y'all do it. It You guys have so much more on your plate than, you know, we're just one team member that or one vendor that's coming in to help execute this, where you guys have everybody that's asking you questions right. and needs your attention. And I'm like, I you know, I can't even imagine how you do that. And right. it's funny, so my, my minor is actually in, like, event planning and, you know, wedding planning okay. and stuff. And whenever I yeah. graduated, I was like, there's no way. There is no way I would lose my mind. You're like, I'm good. Thanks, though. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to stick to the flowers. And, you know, I just need one thing to focus on. But But at least you have that interest. I'm not interested Mm -hmm. as much as, like, the 
the experience behind it, and then you can be in turn empathetic towards the plan yeah. team. No, absolutely. You know, and I always try to do, you know, what I can. I always think about our other vendors, like our photographers. Like, they're nine times out of ten, they come up, they ask me about, you know, extra flowers for pictures with the invitations or maybe, you know, um, the bride's shoes or the groom's shoes. And I already have a little box for them. You know, throughout the week, if we have flowers come in that, you know, happen to break when we're processing or, you know, anything like that, we keep them. So when we get there, we're like, hey, don't even worry about it. We have a box for you. Or, you know, when we give the bride and her bridesmaids her bouquets, we also leave them a little towel with our logo on it. So when they pull it out of the water, there's already a towel for them to dry it. So, you know, it's little little things like that to where, you know, we think about the other people that are there all day or how can we help our vendors succeed, you know, and make the day go smoother for them because we're only there for a short amount of time. And sure. Sure. it really is it's a team effort and that's Mm -hmm. what I think, you know, it's hard when you get some vendors that, you know, are not necessarily there to work with everybody. And I feel like we've all been there and dealt with some other vendors like that. But for the most part, everybody's super, you know, excited to be there and work with everyone. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. So Courtney, how can we help you then? You know, I'd say, Maybe a follow on social media, you know, tagging people, sharing, you know, anything like that. You know, we, we do the same for everybody else, but I would say social media right now is where it's at. That's the biggest thing. And, you know, maybe if somebody asks for a recommendation, you throw our name out there, even if it's out of state. We do travel out of state. Uh, we actually booked our first out-of-state wedding for next year, which is super awesome. exciting. Um, yep. You know, that's that's what I would say is just throwing our okay. name around maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. And one last nugget that you want to leave here with the listeners today. One last nugget. I'd say probably being patient. You know, we're all in this together. The wedding industry is hard, especially with COVID, with everything going on, that patience, not only with, you know, our clients that we're talking with and dealing with, but also our vendors that we're working with. If it takes me, you know, a little bit longer to respond, it's not that I'm ignoring you. It's maybe that we just came off of having four weddings in a weekend. And, you know, we can't get to everybody in a matter of a few hours. We're not Amazon. (laughs) Right. So patience, I would say, with everybody. You know, we're all in this together. We're all going through it together. And, you know, not hounding people about things. And making sure, you know, we're checking in on everybody. And, yeah, I would say patience right now is a big thing that I'm trying to preach to people. <laughs> yeah. There's only one yeah. of these. Yes, no, definitely. Yeah. Well, I super appreciate you, you know, being here on the podcast today, sharing, you know, your wealth of knowledge, and I love your energies and all the different things that you're doing. So um, definitely yeah, hope to meet you here in person soon. Uh, looking forward to following you and, you know, following along with your journey on social. Uh, Keep in touch for sure, of course. Um, But, yeah, thank you so much again for being on today, and we'll chat here soon. Yes, of course. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. Thanks. Okay, bye-bye. Bye.
Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. If it did bring you any value at all, please share it on to your friends, your family, anyone who may need to hear it. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, uh, YouTube, all of the places, you guys. <laughs> Miranda Madison events off of all the networks. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.